Hey, this is Nicky Manor Quick Out Podcast, episode 211. I'm Brando, I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to put an asterisk on the Ark of the Good Vibes and begin an arc within an arc. Now, hit our theme song! One take, fee, 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 fee. Hey, Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole bunch is going down. We are recording on Halloween Day. Yes. We are releasing on another important day. I'm not sure what day that could possibly be, but if you're down in the land of the free, the free please remember that a country is its people, not its leadership. Everybody stay safe. Ooh, I like that. It's a message right from the top of CCO Nation. Yeah, we got some stories to tell. A really cool deck to talk about, mm-hmm. some cards to preview, Ooh. and a new arc to talk about. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsors, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. A place that you can get Commander Legends, Ooh. of which we're talking about. And you piqued everybody's interest when you said some cards to preview. That doesn't mean we no. have a preview card. No, we, <laughs> we don't. Not yet. <laughs> no, and probably never. Can can Sol Ring be the un the unofficial CCO preview card, even though it hasn't been spoiled well, it as hasn't of been today? Spoiled yet? Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be in the yeah. set. As of October thirty first, two thousand twenty, when we're recording this show, Sol Ring has not been spoiled. But if it does get spoiled, you heard it here first. Yeah, we we said it was going to be in the set when we did our YouTube Commander Legends returning mechanics or not. It has to be. It has to be, but it's not yet. Like you'd think it would be, but but like they're putting Prismatic Piper in every pack. Why not Soul Ring? Well, because they're doing the the every commander thing. Yeah. Right? We're off topic. The point is, <laughs> the point is, Commander Legends, we're talking about it today. We're talking about a deck. We're using this deck to exemplify or, or not exemplify if Commander Legends is going to contribute to or or help fix the shortcomings of certain colors or color combinations. And this is going to be the arc within the arc, like you said, of Commander Legends reviews. We wanted Ooh. to do something interesting, unique, something that wasn't just like try to cram 20 cards into an hour like all the other content creators. So we're going to start a little bit early and use our community decks, CCO Nation's decks, to bring you guys the Commander Legends reviews. And once the set launches on November 20, right? That's when we can pick up our stuff at the store. I think pre-release would be the week before, no? Y- yes. So yes. we'll have it in our hands on November 13th, 13th I think, yep. and then we'll be able to release all of our cool YouTube content that we have in the wings working on it uh, on the 20th. Yes, so we are going to, you touched on it, you beat me to the punch, you beat me to the punch. I was going to say, all of the cool Commander Legends stuff you can get November 20th, FusionGamingOnline.com, exclusive CCO promo code, CCO Fusion 5, 5% off your order. Watch for the the deal of the week. We didn't talk about the deal of the week. The deal of the week is like 15 or 20% off, like whatever the deal of the week is. So the deal of the week has nothing to do with the card of the week. Week, 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 week. <laughs> I like how you did the echo and people could see that you were just doing the echo. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Cookout Inside Exclusive right there if you're watching on YouTube. Big thanks to all the new YouTube subs. Great to have you. Very much so. The point is... Uh, ah, fuck, I don't even remember the point now because <laughs> the card of the week. 
Go to Fusion. You can get the you can get the singles. We're gonna get a ton of product for this. I've got I've got the the the, the pre-release six pack. How fucking perfect is that? It's almost like they were thinking of us when they made that. Yes, pre-release six pack. I would love to do a video where we just like six packs, six beer each, just Jesus. fucking one video. <laughs> And then the next video would just be our tombstone. <laughs> they could have it from our funeral. All of our pallbearers would be F.U. Evan and Aiden. Yeah, 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 Maybe yeah. Stephen and Lenny would make the trip up, yeah, right? They'd yeah. have their hazmat suits on. They'd be oh, walking, man, carrying us. Oh, so good. They'd have to <laughs> dig under the fucking border because they're from the land of the free. <laughs> land of the free, home of the trapped. Oh, man. Wrecked. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we got there. So we're starting off the review. We are going to have a proper Commander Legends set review along with a commander legends legendary creature sort of highlight show because there's like a hundred of oh, them right we are gonna i got an idea for that that i haven't told you yet oh, okay it's gonna be fucking good yeah People that's are gonna like that. that's uh, not a month but like two or three weeks away at this point so we're, we're good for right now yes but it's all gonna be an arc within the arc there's a lot of negativity surrounding preview season sometimes because like oh this is going to be too expensive why is this foil $999 which it's not <laughs> uh, this card's too powerful ban it this is broken this sucks this is under oh, like here at Commander Cookout Podcast during the arc of good vibes we want to highlight the things that are good in the magic community and we can certainly acknowledge it the po the set i think that the power level of this set is below expectations do you think so i do but except for certain except for one certain, or two cards except for one or two cards which is fine yep but i think that the power level of the cards is right where i think i at least personally have been screaming that the power level of the game should be yes. the whole time so yes. it's, there's a bunch of splashy almost do nothing pay nines and yeah like if you open that it's kind of a feels bad in your pack it sure saves legacy though <laughs> but yeah the legacy players are happy about it they're and, like they're like whew fuck <laughs> and a couple of people have said to me on on social media already that maybe this set isn't the the set that has all the cards that are going to boost all your current decks to the moon, yep. it's going to be the set that inspires you to build newer, more fun decks. Yeah, sneak and interesting things, right? This is not War of the Spark where we're jamming 87 new Planeswalkers. This is not this is not Modern Horizons where they gave us all these lands and powerful Planeswalkers and unique, very under-costed because modern things, right? It's, it's, this is Commander. These things didn't exist prior. This ability this effect this archetype this color combo yeah. didn't exist in this way here's the introduction to it and now that it exists we can maybe print some things over the next x amount of years to bolster it which i think is an important reason for this set to exist because it's mm -hmm. the start of like a commander revolution in that over the last couple of years we've been seeing hyper ultra mega powerful stuff mostly in green and blue which is what it is mm. but here's this thing it's right for commander this is for commander this is what commander players want right 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 <laughs> but commander legends has been in development for like seven years and they're like over the course of the history of the format let's call it even though it's older than seven years i get it it's the internet i gotta fucking have a disclaimer that balls that yeah over the history of the format, they've taken what's fun, what people like, what doesn't exist. They've they've taken some of that negative space, and now they're just trying to fill it, right? If if you think of Commander like a big fucking pie graph or a shelf that you have to like fill all the different holes on, that's what they're doing with this set. And I think 
It's like that board game Perfection. Oh, yeah. Remember that where you'd wind it up and then you have to put all of the different shaped pegs in the different shaped peg holes before oh, the yeah. time runs out oh, yeah, and but, blows but, all the pieces out? But no time limit, I don't think, hey? We don't want to give them a time limit because then they just give us, like, shit that they think we want, like every other, like, regularly scheduled release set, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we get both of the things because they put all sorts of super high-powered commander cards in every other set. I suppose. You know what yeah. I mean? If you yeah. want huge, low to the ground, power creep, build your decks to kill on turn four shit, just wait for the next set to come out. Yeah. You'll get it there. Okay. If you want stuff that makes your commander decks a little bit more unique or gives you inspiration to build something new, then maybe you'll find it in this set. I like that. I like that. And and you're in the right place because we're going to be talking about it for the next few shows. Arc within an arc. Commander Legends preview mini arc. Yeah. Right? And we're going to use, like we said, CCO decks. You had mentioned you get at us on Twitter. You were reading on social media. You're at CCO Brando. I'm at CCO Podcast. Get at us anytime. DMs are open if you have any opinions. Tag us. Tweet at us with preview cards that you think that that we like or that you want to use in interesting ways. And let's, let's talk about it because there's a lot of legends and we're like two guys and we've got the Discord and stuff. It's part of the Patreon benefits, but... We don't necessarily think of everything, so if you give a unique, cool spin, maybe we can use it. You'll steal it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Use it for ourselves, yeah. Yeah. Trademark, patent pending. Absolutely. Murder you. Put it on a shirt. Yes. Show up at your house speech with lead pipes. You can't spill the beans. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of showing up at at people's houses with lead pipes and spilling beans and... We're going to be on some streams coming up. Oh, hell yeah, we are. One stream is going to be already over by the time this airs, but the next one. So you you t- you talk about both of those streams because you kind of orchestrated all of this. Okay, we're doing round two with the Canada Geeks tomorrow. So if you missed it, you can probably catch a video of the game on their YouTube channel. It's yep. the Canada Geeks on YouTube. They uh, wanted another shot at me, I guess, after I yeah, twi- devastated them. Twitch.tv slash the Canada Geeks. Yep. Show notes, show notes will have it, or uh, if you find us on Twitter, we both tweeted out that we're going to be on it, and I linked, and I commented on your tweet with the link to uh, to the Twitch channel. So that's going to be lots of fun. I'm coming to your house because my internet sucks. It's going to be a good time in the next week, Saturday afternoon, I think 3 o'clock EST, we are going to be on the Into the 99 podcast slash stream we're going to decimate some more eastern canadian of our eastern canadian brethren and that's going to be a good time what as a well. bunch of fucking guys it's from out east hey? i know right it's like let's let's show those prairie boys how they do it yeah and then we show no. them exactly what's going on maybe yeah. we nine brash taunter them oh yeah yeah that happened oh hey that was your good vibe that's of the my week good vibe of the week because we just talked about it last week on the show where i ran downstairs and I punched myself in the face, and I immediately put a brash taunter under Brutaclad. Yep. The next game I played, Ooh. it fucking happened. You, you BT'd times nine? I could. I could have, Ryan. <laughs> had like 12 seven dwarves, just swung in for the win. Like 144 damage? Oh, yeah, so much damage. Didn't. Brash taunter. Did not. Brash taunter. <laughs> oh, man. And, it was, cause, and then there's sweepers coming down doesn't matter indestruct i got nine brash taunters and then i waited for for fu smitty to have a great big omnath and then everybody else was in getting killed by that omnath range and it's like oh yeah so i went to fight the omnath to kill aiden and then justin tried to kill omnath so that i couldn't use the omnath to then kill him another brash taunter. And then I used a brash taunter to kill justin <laughs> thereby countering his kill spell and then killing aiden anyway and then i killed smitty oh brash taunter yep. baby it fucking happened 
That's it'll it. probably never happen again, but uh, I'm going to try. Well, you never know. You never know. You never know. Never, never say you, never. You, you may or may not prioritize brash taunters within game. Who can say? <laughs> Who can say what I'm going to do, Ryan? <laughs> That's it. That's it. My good vibe is it's Halloween. We got the Halloween spooky bus. Hell yeah. My my development has um, like about 13, 14 houses in it, right? I mean, you've been there. Yep. I don't need to tell you. But we, our one neighbor bought a bus like a couple years ago because he lived in, in, in- School bus. Yeah, school bus. Okay. Lived in the mountains and wanted to like convert this house into like a like a- little cabin where him and his friends take this bus up to the mountains to snowmobile most canadian fucking thing ever hey yeah drink beer snowmobile live in a fucking bus <laughs> yep. and he moved to saskatchewan instead no mountains to be found <laughs> no you can't even see a mountain from here if no we got like a hill over on. there there's sort Ish, of yeah it just looks like a hill because there's trees <laughs> so he's got this bus and he's like well 2020 and the whole pandemic and we can trick-or-treat here it's not like the government barred us from trick-or-treating uh rest in peace if your government did <laughs> sorry ours didn't but you know everybody and, and lots of people and they don't like it and they're not into it they're not going to answer the door they don't want to give candy out blah 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 whatever our neighbors and and our family and our houses were piling a few we're meeting restrictions still or within restrictions piling some kids on the bus we're driving around to the houses, and if we're over our numbers for, like, an interior space, the dads are just going to, like, drive behind on quads and side-by-sides. <laughs> the kids are just going to, like, hop off the bus, bang on some doors. We live in the country, full chocolate bars, bags of chips. Shit, yeah. Drinks and beer. Rebecca made, like, Rebecca made, like. The kids aren't drinking beer. It's, it's Ryan and the, and the other dads. Yes, 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 yes. Rebecca made about 60 pudding shots. Shit, yeah. With alcohol in them. Yeah. And you, and you brought zero. I provided beer and cheesecake this morning. Yes. Well, I didn't want... We, we, we need to be fit and trim to be able to podcast at the highest caliber for the longest p- period of time. We're drinking beer right now, Ryan. They're right outside. They're on the other side of the I hall. just touched my eye. I'm a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Last thing, last thing, last thing before we get to the deck, the commander, and if you were the winner or not. I mentioned the Patreon page. We're going to be we're gonna be using Patreon submitted decks from the preferred deck list channel or our email, commandercookout at gmail.com. Joe can put it on the screen now. For this mini arc. One of the benefits is... To becoming a patron is the CCO nickname. And we don't have any new patrons this week, but we do have a guy who wants a second shot at his nickname. Okay. So we do like to say thank you, F you, shout out people who increase their pledge. He unlocked the the preferred deck list tier, and that's Jeremy Grubba's. Griba. Griba's. We it's the same shit last time. I don't know how to fucking say it. When it comes out of my mouth, it sounds different than in my head. We called him Grubber. And he's not into it. Well. As if he gets to fucking pick. Yeah, as if he gets to decide. Jesus. Well, and then after hearing his name again. So I said, I said, Jeremy, Jeremy Grubba's, Griba's wants a new name. Yeah, and after I punched myself in the face when I'm coming up with this the first time, it's obviously Jeremy Grabass, right? <laughs> Jeremy Grabass. <laughs> Which is totally good with the time. Because you can't every- shake hands. Well, everybody knows you're not supposed to touch your ass and then touch your face. And now we have it right in this guy's name, and he'll never forget again. All those times that he wipes his butt and then like kind of looks at it a little bit, and he's like, oh, I have an itch. He'll never do that shit again. You're also not supposed to shake hands with people and then touch your face because of 
Because they might have done that. They might have touched their ass. And then, uh, <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. Germy grab ass. Thank G- you for your support. Germy grab ass. I, I think that that is on par with other CCO nicknames. I hope so. I hope so. L- lest he increase his pledge to get a new nickname again. <laughs> oh, that's great. I hope I hope that he likes it. Welcome, F you. You're already a member, but welcome anyways, because that's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> we have got a deck. We're we're a few minutes in. We did talk about some magic stuff. We did talk so, magic so stuff. So all you this time. all you YouTube haters that shut us off because we don't talk about magic stuff directly right at the start of the show got you yeah f you fuckers who's the commandy for today audric lunark marshall he is a 3-3 human soldier for white three and he says on his card there's a novel i'm gonna see if i can read it without fucking it up you ready do it one breath <gasps> at the beginning of each combat creatures you control gain first strike until end of turn if a creature you control has first strike the same is also true for flying death touch double strike haste hex proofed indestructible lifelink menace reach skulk trample and vigilance <sighs> I think I made you do that last time that we read this card too. <laughs> oh, and of course, the hints were he has a glowing luminous sword. It looks sort of like an equipment. This looks 100% like an equipment card still. Our friends over at Commander's Brew like this guy because they do the Audric versus Audric uh, arm wrestling match. Arm wrestling match, that's right. And Sean Connery just died? Yeah, and he kind of looks like this. Is that fucking real or is that some fake news shit? I'm sure it's true. Well, he is old. Yeah, like, it was on my Twitter this morning. The Iron Sheik tweeted out about it, and the Iron Sheik is never wrong. That doesn't sound Also, if you're not following the Iron Sheik on Twitter, you definitely should follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do it? Should we do a deck? Let's do a deck. We've got Audric. We're going to get to it right now. Okay, so... Beginning the deck, we are on a tapped out list today, sent yeah. in by our good friend in real life, super brave hero of a bar that had a shooting in it. Yes! And all around good dude. And around all around new dad. Well, not new dad yet, but is is pregnant, or at least Shelaine is pregnant. Congratulations, guys. I did I didn't know. Nobody told me. I told you. Did you tell me? Yeah. Oh, shit, I forget everything. That's okay. But congratulations, you guys. That's great. Adding new members to the nation. That's right. And of course, of course, everybody knows we're talking about Callum Brownstar, Patreon supporter, uh, local community member, purchaser of altars that I do, supporter of my my actual other, I guess, my, my home business, I guess. Every Thursday on our Facebook page. There it is. Yeah, check it out. Of course, likes and follows welcome. So he sent this in. It's untapped out, so we're going to start with creatures as we usually do. You, normally, I would have screwed everything all up and made them not in alphabetical order, but I didn't do that this time, so we're just going to start at the bottom, work our way up. Yes, and we have some clumping. We are playing what is what we kind of consider the Audric deck. We're playing things that have flying, first strike, death touch, lifelink, cards that go in the deck so all of your creatures are Audric can get those we were playing like an aggro white deck with a backup voltron commander and the goal of the deck and the goal of this mini arc is to exemplify what the deck does or what the color does in this case white and then take a look at some of the commander legends spoilers and try to discern whether or not commander legends has helped the color I dig that. We're it's like science. This is fucking science. We're doing science today. Magic is science. Let's start Especially with... according to uh <laughs> I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's well, clump 
let's clump based on cards that have abilities that we care about. That way we can go a little bit faster and then get to the goods of from, from Commander Legends. All right, we've got Zatalpa Primal Dawn. That's yep. got a plethora of abilities. Flying, Double Strike, Vigilance, Trample, Indestructible. Moving on. Worm Coil Engine. Fl uh, Lifelink and Death Touch. Moving on. Oketch for the True. Double Strike and Indestructible. We've got a Lone Rider. You almost scrolled past it. First Strike and Lifelink. What does that thing turn into? A 4-4 that does something? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter Damn, what he turns man. into. Fuck Who cares? Him. We've got Avacyn Angel of Hope. That's got Flying and Vigilance. Also with Flying or Vigilance, we have Bygone Bishops, Baird Stewart of Argive, Dearly Departed, Elish Norn. Ooh, baby. <laughs> 100-handed one CCO classic. Yeah, can block <laughs> 99 creatures. Linden the Steadfast Queen. Not to be confused with two-time Juno Award-winning Linden Smith. That's F.U. Joel's dad. <laughs> Seraph of the Suns has flying. Pristine Angel has flying. Shattered Angel has flying. And incredible artwork. Subjugator Angel has flying. And that's... It oh, and Thalia Herar Heretic Cathar has first strike. Yes. So that's... In general, the creature suite. Those are the ones we care about. We've got some supplemental stuff like Grand Grand Arbiter. No, Grand Abolisher. Grand Abolisher keeps you from activating abilities or playing spells on your turn. Yeah, Mother of Ruins to give protection to save your big Voltroni type guy if you've got like an Audric that has all these abilities, right? We're playing the other Audric, so when you've got your big team and they all have all these abilities, you can swing in and you get to choose how creatures block. Yep. So you can just say you 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 don't block. It's like the mind the mind slip combo that I always wanted to play yeah. where you mind slaver somebody to take control of their turn and then you put a bunch of cheaty faces into play and say you don't notice <laughs> you don't notice because you control them mentor of the meek and here's our first like are we going to get something better than this card mentor of the meek 2-2 two, two human soldier for white 2 whenever another creature with power 2 or less enters the battlefield under your control you can pay 1 if you do draw a card 2 questions is this a good card draw spell in white decks? It's... Or, or uh, same question, even though it's a different question. Same question. Is this a good card draw spell in white decks, comma, or is it just the best thing that we have? Hey, look at Sean Connery did die at 90. I just seen it on the news. There it is. I told you. Wow. I think that in this deck, honestly, I don't think that it's that good. I think in general... What's that guy's name? Where if somebody attacks you with two dudes or plays their second dude, you draw a card? Magora from M21? Uh, oh, yeah. the um, uh, Mangora the Diplomat? Yes. Yeah. I think that he's better. And in this deck, he's better. One, because it doesn't cost you any more mana. And a lot of your creatures are three or bigger. They're bigger than Mentor the Meat cares about. They're we are playing Oketra the True, which gives us some tokens. I think we've got some other token producers oh, yeah. as well. There's 100% a token sub-theme here where you're going to get lots of tokens to, to let you go wide and defend yourself. But at the end of the day, I think that Mentor the Meat might be a little bit too mana intensive and a little bit too unreliable to actually draw you a card. Whereas Magora is just going to draw you a bunch of cards. Okay, so first thing with regards to commander legends when we look at it is have we seen anything that's going to draw white cards or give us just that free card advantage with a card that's already on rate that we're already going to play right remember white gleans its card advantage in unique ways with board presence or lack thereof if you can spend your one card to wipe the board you're going to play the long game right 
or it's going to give you free tokens or free angels. Those are only good if they're on a card that's costed effectively enough to make us want to play it in the first place. Like, like, like... God Eternal Aketra. Yes, or what is it? Heliod Sun, the new Heliod? Heliod Sun Crowned? Heliod Sun? The one that puts plus one, plus one counters on things? Yeah, is it like... we? You gain life and you get to put plus one, plus one counters on creatures? Yes. Yeah. We want to play that already because it's a combo card and it's indestructible. Yeah, that card is rad. So then it gives us some benefit after after it's a card that we already want to play. Elishnorn, seven mana for a four... What is she? Four, seven Vigilance? Yeah. Right? She's going to buff our guys. That's already a card that we want to play. Bonus is we're killing our opponent's creatures with the minus twos. Yeah. Or vice versa. Four, seven vigilance that gives our opponents minus two, we're already going to play that. We get the upside of having our guys get buffed so we can kill our opponents faster, yeah. right? White is going to glean its card advantages in non-traditional draw card from deck into hand ways. Let's look for that when we look at the C the CL cards, but let's also look to see if we've gotten any ways to just draw cards straight out. I want to move to White's second shortcoming, and that's like ramp and mana advantage, right? So maybe we move to artifacts and enchantments? We can check out some artifacts, I suppose. For our ramp or rocks or whatever, we have a caged sun. I always like to count that one. You do? I was going to say, do we count it? Because it costs six. I count it. You that's, count it? That's it's going to double your white. Yeah. You're going to choose white, right? It's what it's there for. We have an Aketra's Monument that makes your white stuff cost less, so it sort of counts. We've got a Sol Ring, a Thran Dynamo, and I'm going to count Sword of the Animus, too, because it finds your lands and puts them to play tap. Sure. Now, this deck also has a land tax. It does. Do we count that card? Because that puts lands into hand, and that is something that we've seen in white and in Commander Legends in white, where... If, if any opponent has more of something, land or otherwise, we can go and search or go and find or put a creature onto the battlefield. That's the kind of card advantage that I'm talking about. Mm. That isn't necessarily card draw. You might get a 1-1. One, one. You might get a land into hand. At what point does that start to count as, a, as, as drawing a card? Do you know what I mean? Well, when you get three land into your hand, that's... That, that probably works as a card, hey? Do you count... When you drop land tax, like turn one, when you're on the... I guess everybody's on the play in Commander, <laughs> or three people are. When you're not going first in Commander, you're going third, let's say, and you turn one land tax, and it comes back around to your turn, you start your turn with land tax, you have one land on the battlefield, your opponents have two. Do you count land tax as drawing you a second card, but it's three land? Or is that drawing three cards, or is it not drawing any cards? I think getting three land out of your deck, maybe every turn. Yes. I think that that counts as, that's actual thinning. That isn't, I'm going to drop fetches into my monocolor deck to thin the lands out. Getting three out of there is increasing your odds of, even marginally, of drawing an actual better card. So it increases the quality of your one card draw that turn. So yes. I would count it as, I would count it probably as right. Okay. And you know what? If I was thinking... Because you're less likely to draw planes because you've pulled three of them out. I was thinking, and I'm not exactly sure how the math checks out. Right, I, I I don't know. I haven't done it. I'm not a mathematician. But if I land tax turn one and I get trigger off of it on turn two and turn three, it's not unrealistic to have that land tax stick around till turn three or greater. Like that's La- it's not magical Christmas land, right? I've noticed in my experience, and truth be told, I played land tax wrong for years, <laughs> and I only ever found planes with it, even in decks where I could have found other lands. Yeah, because I'm stupid. 
but I've noticed that once it's already happened, people sort of forget you have it because you already put three land in your hand. Mm-hmm. And I think that in a lot of people's minds, it already did its thing, so why waste a card killing that specific enchantment? Yeah, they're going to get the Ristic Study, the the, the Mystic yeah. Remora, the Smothering Tide. There's always something worse Yeah, than, than a land tax that's already granted you some benefit. I think that I think that if you get two land tax triggers, let's say turn two and turn three, and you get six land, I think that's the equivalent of drawing two cards. Sure. Maybe they're just land, but you're getting two extra land cards like onto the battlefield where you might not have had those in your hand. You know, you keep a one lander or a two lander with a land tax, provided you're going second, third, or fourth. I think that's fine. When you talk about thinning, you get those two land triggers or those two land tax triggers, six less cards in your deck. Maybe that's the functional equivalent of drawing one card because you've removed six. Like, it depends on how many cards are left in your deck, what the odds percentage are to draw a non-land on your next draw, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where I haven't done the math, right? So if you know the land tax math, or if there's an article on it, maybe at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando. More at CCO Podcast on that one, because I don't want to read that. It's too many many numbers. Okay. I'll let Ryan Coles notes it for me. Let's move on. We've got kind of an equipment sub-theme, because like Audric can gain all the abilities of things, and it makes him tough to block. We've got Basilisk Caller, Blackblade Reforged, Chariot of Victory. That's a let's actually read that Give one. Give that one a read. Chariot of Victory is an artifact for three that equips for one. Equipped creature has first strike, trample, and haste. I like that one. Yes, and you know what? You have to remember that when you equip other creatures with these equipment that say equipped creature has, then Audric will also gain those abilities. And so will the rest of your team. Yes. Or is it just Audric? I uh, will give Audric a read again. Let's look again. It's creatures you control. It's your whole team. That's that is, actually really good. That is awesome. Okay, keeping that all in mind, Chittering Cloak, Gorgon Flail, Lightning Greaves, Rogue's Gloves, Skull Clamp. Uh, I, the Skull Clamp's just good. We don't really need to talk about that. And Swift Foot Boots, again, like Greaves, we don't really need to talk about that. Yeah. We also have a Whisper Silk Cloak. The only thing you have to be careful with that is Shroud. Yeah, you can't be equipping it or enchanting it once it has the Whisper Silk on because Shroud. Yes, but Audric doesn't gain Shroud if other creature has Shroud. Also, the Rogue's Gloves does not grant an ability. It's an actual, it's actually a card draw card. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Two drop equipment, equips for two. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. So in your mono white deck, you may choose not to draw a card. If, hmm. you, if your balls are huge and you are so far ahead that you just want to rub salt in the wounds, the lips are already off. I got this, I got this. 97 planes, one land tax, one rogue's gloves, and it's like turn 15, 18. <laughs> you've got, turn 25. You've got all the lands out of your deck. You might not want to draw a card with rogue's gloves <laughs> if you equip it to Audric. I'm trying to think of a time where you may draw a card and you don't. I'm trying. If to it think. damages you, like with, with Underworld Dreams. No, that's discard. No, that's me. Underworld Dreams in Nekruzar. That's when. I guess. Yeah. I guess. There's there's, there's one example. There's one corner case example. Next time it's a man, I'm not drawing the card. mill your whole deck type thing, but you can kill somebody on the crackback. Yeah. Yeah. Edge case scenarios. Let's move on. Very corner case. So I guess that's it for the artifacts. Let's hit some enchantments. We're going to find some more of our token creature sub-theme stuff here. Yeah, and, and remember, value generators after you've spent the card. Like Angelic Accord. At the beginning of each end step, if you gain four or more life, you get an angel. It's pretty good. 
Anointed Procession. Doubles all your tokens. Cathar's Crusade. Puts plus ones whenever you have a creature enter the battlefield. Concentrated Effort. Ooh, this or is concerted a, effort. I'm this sorry. is a Ravnica card. Look at that. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, all creatures you control gain flying until end of turn. If a creature you control has flying, the same is true for fear, first strike, double strike, land walk, protection, trample, and vig. Like Audric, but gives you a couple things that Audric doesn't. Pro tip. With Landwalk and Concerted Effort, you should play Trailblazer's Boots. I like that one. Because non-basic Landwalk is a Landwalk ability. Yep. And your creatures will be motherfucking unblockable. <laughs> yeah, very much so. And I like that this one has Fear, too. Maybe you don't need Landwalk if you have Fear. Because maybe they don't have Artifact Creatures or Black Creatures. That's right. That's Hell right. yeah. How about Dawn of Hope? Ooh, okay. Whenever you gain life, you may pay two if you do draw a card. Okay, there's another card drawer. And you can pay one or white three to get a one one soldier creature with lifelink. Yeah. Are we gaining enough life? Do we care? Do we want to pay two? Is there something better that we don't have to pay two so we can leave more of our mana up for our, our removal package? Because white's got that down pat. Mm -hmm. And we've got a mana sink right on this card that we might want to not pay if we are like if we want to draw cards. There's lots of life gain in the deck where I don't think you're ever gonna be hurting pay some mana to gain some life. Like True Conviction. Yes, True Conviction is a card that we're playing. Creatures you control have Double Strike and Lifelink. That card will end games most of the time. Very much so. And you know what? So will Smothering Tithe. We didn't include it in the ramp, but this this is like the sneaky thing that's going to end games, right? This, unlike Land Tax, does give you a tangible, actual benefit. When your opponents draw cards, if they don't pay two, you get a treasure token that you can sack for mana. And every time we come across Smothering Tithe in a deck, I like to mention this because one of us said this was a really great card when it was spoiled, and the other one of us said it was not. Remember that, Ryan? I do. Yeah. That wasn't quite how it went. That's exactly how I it went. I said that it doesn't conform or fit into the regular box because it doesn't pay you back for like at least a round and a half of the table if nobody pays. And who's laughing now? Turns out commander players like to draw cards. Let's move <laughs> on. We've got we've got to look at the the spot removal. It's it's good and the the sweepers. White's I think white's two actual strengths. We've got Path to Exile, Lapse of Certainty, which is a white counterspell, puts it on top of their library. Mana Tithe, which is just a counterspell. That Unless they pay yeah, one. They have to pay one. Which they might not. You, Nobody you expects right? white to counter. I know, them. it's so good. It's so good. And we've got a disenchant. And while that card's been outclassed, I know Callum's haven't altered one for me with that art. And that's why that card is in here. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> and then we've got like Enlightened Tutor, Faded Retribution, which destroys all creatures and planeswalkers. If it's your turn, scry two. So you're getting a little bit of benefit. The point is. We're rushing through this deck a little bit. Sorry, Callum. We wanted to demonstrate that white has removal. We've got Mass Calcify, Ravnica at War, Wrath of God, Faded Retribution, a couple counter spells in white, a couple removal spells, and then some just generic sort of value generators. We want to rush through it to exemplify that white can do this. It's white, and I've been saying this for a long time. People always, oh, white's so bad. And there was a time, and Brian remembers it, where I was like, fucking white. Because white, pound for pound, used to have, like, the card on the table would probably be the, the most powerful top-end card. Yeah, like, as much as we bitch about green, white does have a flying 6-6 six, six lifelinker for one. We, <laughs> yeah. we can't forget that, okay? It, white pays three mana and kills fucking everything. What happened was the format got faster, more efficient, yeah. and all other cards 
got the ability to draw cards or increase number of cards that they can play faster than white did. And all cards, maybe not red, but red has rituals, have the ability to generate mana better, faster, more efficiently than white. So while white still has things like Ravnica at War, Mass, Calcify, Faded Conflagration, whatever that card was that I said, they still have all the top end best sweepers, most powerful things, but white doesn't get to the late game like it used to be able to when Commander was Crawworm Tribal. Yeah, they used to be able to protect themselves with their very efficient, very good creatures and value engines and stuff, whereas now, before you can get those online, you've already been Mux Cannon and you're dead. You're dead. So let's look at what Commander Legends has added to the white color pool thus far. All right, so keeping in mind that it is, what the hell's the date today? October 31st, yep. 2020. All the spoilers not been spoiled yet, but we are looking at the so far spoiled white cards that have come out we've got 257 of the what is it 361 cards or whatever so we're like two-thirds of the way there there's there's lots there might be some other stuff that might go in here but for right now we're going to look at some of the stuff that's been previewed that may or may not fill some holes in a deck like this or just kind of be a general good white thing we're going to start off with a combo of cards that are both good for the oh, same reason hey, and both good in this deck one more caveat what one more caveat. This isn't our set review, and we're not going to hammer on all of the best or worst things in the colors that we're talking about. We're, Just, yeah. We're going to highlight things that are going to fit into this kind of deck, which, again, is what we think a fairly traditional mono-white list. A go-wide, not really weenie. It's like a weenie deck with a high-end late game. Yes. And now we've got some things that would go into this deck to help you survive to the late game or make your late game better. Okay, good. We're going to start with Archon of Coronation and Court of Grace. We'll talk about both of them. Sure. Archon of Coronation is a 5-5 flyer, so it's got synergy with, what's his name? Audric. Audric. White, white, four, my least favorite converted mana cost. When it enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. That is very important. What's the monarch, Ryan? Monarch is at the end of your turn, if you're the monarch, you draw a card. And if you're attacked with, if somebody else attacks you and deals combat damage, they become the monarch. They take it from you. So then you got to hit them back and, and steal the crown. You see the uh, set review time. <laughs> you see the new monarch tokens that don't have a, a, a typo? garbage <laughs> yeah i'm only playing the old one of the typo Goddamn right i'm only using my little cardboard crown that i got Con of coronation also says on it as long as you're the monarch damage doesn't cause you to lose life oh baby so we can with our indestructible creature just crash in whenever the fuck we want because our con of coronation could be indestructible if we for example control audric and control an indestructible thing like oketra very important crash in important I think that this is worded in such a way so if somebody cracks you back because you left yourself open, they, they steal the monarch from you. Because you still take the damage, you just don't lose life from it. So it doesn't prevent damage. That's important to note. Yeah, damage does, it doesn't say prevent that damage, so the damage is still done, but then you don't lose life, so they can take the monarch. We don't really care. Sure, we want to be the monarch because we're white and we want to draw cards. Our desire, our need to draw cards is greater than other colors, but... If we can just, like like I said, make a bunch of tokens, you play that thing that makes all your tokens uh, four, four flying angels instead. Angelic visitation, I believe. Yeah, yeah. If we play that kind of thing instead and we just smash face in, we've got all these creatures, we're going to talk about some things that are going to buff them, then we c can just 
kill you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of angelic visitation, I mentioned Court of Grace. When it comes into play, you become the monarch again. Good move. And it also says at the beginning of your upkeep, create a 1-1 one, one white spirit creature token with flying. If you're the monarch, which you will be, create a 4-4 four, four white angel creature token instead. There it is. So very good. There it is. The only thing you have to be careful of with stuff like this is when you put the angel into play to encourage you to stay the monarch, you might not want to attack because your stuff your stuff taps when it attacks and it can't block, then you lose monarch status. But if these angels or any angels that you have have vigilance, which some of them do, or if you have Audric and vigilance, they will, that's a really good combination. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Moving Next, on. I think another card that works really good in a token, not a token-based deck, but a deck with a maybe subtle token-based sub-theme, and in one where we've got enchantments like this deck does, where you can just make a creature token whenever you want, Court Street Denizen, I think is going to be a little bit of a sleeper card in decks like this. Whenever another white creature enters the battlefield under your control, tap target creature and opponent controls. So they go to combat with their great big beater, you make a 1-1 one, one human or something, tap their big creature down. And then you fight it with a fucking brash taunter. <laughs> Hell yeah! I was going to say, I was going to say, that is a very defensive way to say it, or to play it. If you are s trying to stretch it out to the long game, get to the long game to play your Wrath with a bunch of indestructible cards, you could use this card in this kind of deck offensively where you might not have the trample enabler for Audric. You might have the... Well, double strike or haste or... Yeah, or your Elish Norn or something that buffs your guys. Well, you can make a couple tokens, tap their blockers, smash. Yeah. I love smashing. I like slapping lips. That's important. Yeah. Speaking of slapping lips, this guy, this guy fucks, I think. This is Keeper of the Accord. And this is the first one where it's sort of like do something to get a benefit or your opponents do something we get a benefit from it like to equalize the benefit like land tax so give this guy a read i think this is going to be one of those cards that shows up in a lot of decks in the future keeper of the accord is a human soldier three four for three and a white at the beginning of each opponent's end step if that creature controls more creatures than you do you create a one one white soldier creature token and at the beginning of each opponent's end step, if that player controls more lands than you, you search your library for a basic planes and put that shit into play tapped. That is a good ability. You're ramping, I'm going to ramp. Now, I get one card to my opponent's three ramp cards, or I get one planes to my opponent's two or three ramp forests. You know what you were going to get before? Nothing. Nothing, so it's better. Now I get tokens and a 3-2 body for four. So it's a card that I might want to play already in my white attack-based token deck. Now I'm just getting ramp now, or vice versa. I play this card for the ramp ability, and it gives me tokens that I can maybe, maybe just chump block with. But maybe I can attack with them. New CCO keyword. Uh-huh. What is that fish that, like, sucks onto the bottom of bigger fish and, like, eats barnacles off of its belly? A remora. Remora. This card has <laughs> remora. Not to be confused with, with mystic remora. A bigger, stronger, more impressive fish is doing better stuff than we're doing, and we're just hanging on fucking doing stuff, too. Remora. <laughs> 
It's like Snake, <laughs> yeah, yeah, except yeah. Remora. That's what yeah, we got. Yeah. We could make an entire deck like that eventually, right? We could play oh. Land Tax and Keeper of the Accord, and and I, I think there's a couple others that do just that, play right? mono mono white, stay in the back. Yeah, and you're so far behind the whole game that you just catch up, and now you're ahead. Yeah, and then people just kill you. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> Okay, we've got a couple others. This is Patron of the Va Valiant. The 4-4 four, four Angel for white, white, 3 with flying that enters the battlefield and puts a plus 1, plus 1 counter on each creature you control with a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it. Yes, great with Cathar's Crusade. Mm -hmm. It's got flying, so great with Audric. Mm -hmm. This fits in that deck, in, in the deck we're talking about today. The deck that, and lots of white decks do, that cares about plus 1, plus 1 counters. I think what White's been getting a lot of over the last little while, and I'm not the first person to notice this, obviously, but the, they're using their ultra-efficient creatures and then dumping plus one, plus one counters on them to make them efficient and good in the late game, too. Yep, yep. And so cards like this, you think, oh, well, I have to do work to make it any good, but it's probably stuff you're already doing anyway because you're playing mono-white. Yep, and that's yep, just yep, what for they sure. Do. Okay, next up. Our first legendary. Do we want to talk about this guy? This is Prava of the Steel Legion. Pa Parva. How do I say it? Prava. Prava. Yeah, I got it. Prava, of the Steel Legion. The one four with the one four for white two. As long as it's your turn, creature tokens you control get plus one plus four, and you can pay white four to create a one one white soldier creature. Why isn't that a cat? White three. It is a cat soldier. You know, why isn't the token a cat? Cats oh. always make cats. Oh, I cats get it. Cats don't make dudes. Cats make cats. Well, they might That's be That's biology. Cats. They might be cats, but we don't care. We just care that they're soldiers and they're going to fight. I care that they're cats. It, it actually makes, on your turn, it actually makes two fives. That's really good. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's good. And if you have this guy or other things like it that are already in the deck that you pay for to make a token with your Cathar's Crusade, with your Patron of the Valiant, right? You, with your your Vigilance Granters, your two fives are going to attack really fucking good. Yeah. Really well. And all of a sudden, White's going to get some a big board presence because you guys are going to be indestructible, vigilant. You're going to slap lips. You're going to stomp dinks into the dirt. And white's going to stop caring so much about drawing three or four cards a turn. And white is just going to start like showing up with boxing gloves on, I think. Having stuff, I think they're having sinks and cards that do stuff on the table. It gives you something to do each turn. And yeah, it's not the same as drawing a card or whatever, obviously. But I mean... It gives you some play to kind of make up for the fact that maybe you've only got one or two cards in your hand yeah, and they're yeah, yeah, you're yeah. keeping up. If you can do stuff, right? If you can contribute, yeah. right? And 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 some sometimes not contributing is political. Sometimes contributing is political. Sometimes just having the ability to say, oh, draw, mm, wish this was a whatever, but it's actually like a fucking path to exile. And then say go and nobody does anything to fuck with you. And then at the end of like player four's turn, you just go, oh, I'll, I'll make two soldiers. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine because when it comes back around to you, you've got a bunch of two fives, three fives, eight tens, whatever they are, like because you got all these pump effects, right? Yeah. I think we got two more cards to talk about. And I want to first talk about Slash the Ranks. This is a sorcery, white, white, three, destroy all Creech and Planeswalkers except for Commanders. Cool card. I think in this deck in particular, Mass Calcifies better because it doesn't kill any of your shit. Yep. But I can see this one, you could probably, like you say, engineer a scenario where this one is a very good card because it kills 
planeswalkers, whereas Mass Calcify does not. Yep. And provided they're not playing a heavily commander-focused Voltron strategy, you're probably going to do some damage with this. Yeah, you can fabricate it such that, like, maybe somebody's do less or do nothing commanders on the battlefield, you don't care, but there's a bunch of creatures, and we have our commander, or our guys are indestructible, yeah. which is the same for every... We, I know, like... No Wrath is going to get an indestructible guy, right? Yeah. Well, some of them do. Yeah, but you know what I mean. You can fabricate scenarios where this card is good, and instead of paying six or seven or eight or whatever that white Wrath costs, maybe this five drop is going to fit into white decks, and I like this one. Is white, white three the new standard for yes. Wrath effects? Yeah. Like Wrath of God will always just be better? Yes. The white, white three is what it costs now to destroy all creatures but usually it's associated with some marginal uh, upside like like fumigate where you gain life yeah or like this where you can keep your commander i like this in in partner decks that maybe have like a white planes or a, a white partner commander than like a planeswalker commander partnered you can keep two things that's good my last card i wanted to talk about was promise of tomorrow Mother ass Max Crandell got this card to preview. F you, Max Crandell. And Dana Roach. F you, Dana. And Chris. Screw you, Chris. Yep. Yep. But uh, good guys. on them. They, they got this card. And you know what? I'm happy they got it and not us because it's our boy, fucking Zip McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we don't get preview card. I don't know. <laughs> it is an enchantment for white too. Whenever a creature you control dies, you exile it instead of putting it into the G-yard. At the beginning of each end step, if you control no creatures, you sack this and return all creatures exiled with it to play. So we cast Wrath of God. Just dust everything and it gets exiled from our own graveyard. We, we, then we say, go. We get all our shit back. Yeah. It's kind of a build your own in Garrick's Wake. It's kind of a build your own plague wind. Build your own cyclonic rift. Yeah, it costs two cards. But you're, but you're killing everything instead of bouncing everything, mm -hmm. right? Which is cool. And we get it back. It's not like we're saving our things. We're getting them back. So any ETB effects are going to be great. Granted, I haven't listened to the, the Commander Central where, they've, where they previewed this card. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm sure they break it down very eloquently. And, and there's a lot more to say about it than we're going to cover like in the minute that we talk about it. But I like this. And I think there's a place for it in decks like the one we featured today Absolutely and like other is. white decks that want to play all of the things that are going to just sweep the board, get you to the late game. Because you're going to build, you're going to build, you're going to build. You're going to be the one that people are looking to to sweep. You can sweep now and not have to care about the repercussions or rebuilding slower than the mono green guy that drew like eight cards last turn he drew that can just dump his whole hand. He drew 85 cards and played 16 lands and you kill all of his stuff and he's like, yeah, whatever, I'll just play it all again from my fucking graveyard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the black guy that could do the same thing or the blue card or the blue player that can just do it all with artifacts. Like this is going to allow the white player to do it. It's just a little bit of a build your own. I dig that. But I like it, build your own stuff. But it is it is an enchantment, so it does fit into what white, like kind of the other stuff that white might want to do or white-based decks might want to do with enchantments. You want to talk about other things that white wants to do, Ryan? Sure. Let's talk about how white likes to gain life. Sure. White loves gaining life. I love gaining life. And white likes to remora people, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah, so how about Seraphic Greatsword? How big of a piece of fucking shit oh, is this? More like I know that we flaccid greatsword. I know we were gonna talk 
we're gonna we're gonna see all the good things, but every so often they print something like Seraphic Greatsword. And this card sucks so bad that we have to take a minute to just say how badly it sucks because we know it and everybody else knows it. But somebody has to say it and just because somebody previewed this poor thing and they had to say they were excited about it. Yeah. And I'll bet you they feel like assholes now. Yep. Seraphic Greatsword is an equipment for white one, equips for four, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and whenever equipped creature attacks the player with the most life, so yourself, <laughs> you get to create a four, four white angel creature token with flying that's tapped and attacking that player. So you can just swing in at yourself for at least fucking six. Why did it say, why couldn't it have at least said the player with the greatest life total who isn't you? Right? Then it would be good. Then it would be a mythic. But no, 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 no. It has to be, if you are doing what white likes to do in order to provide itself with survivability, which is gain life, you have to suck at it. Or this equipment doesn't fucking do anything. Well, leave it up white and sucky at something. So, I mean, it's got that going for it. I guess it's on theme. Yes. Maybe this card isn't so bad. It's right on theme. <laughs> Come full circle. <laughs> I like it now. Oh, I yeah. hope I open one of these in foil. Goodness, I hope that this is my extended art foil rare I get in my collector boosty box. Yeah. Every pack. Every pack. I'm going to get a bunch of them and I'm going to repack just like I did with <laughs> with uh, with the one red card that you wanted. Skewer yeah. the Critics. Skewer the Critics, yeah. I'll bet you you'll be able to buy these for less than a Skewer the Critic. Yeah, most likely. Come like a week after release. So I just wanted to make a make a point to that. So that's the deck. That's the deck. Those are some of the cards that we think would either fit or fit the, the theme, the strategy of Mono White in general. Do you think that Commander Legends did a good job kind of bolstering what White already does or what it doesn't do so well? That, that, that's the spectrum. What does it do? Did it help that? What doesn't it do so well? Did it help that? Did it move both needles to the left? I don't think that I've seen anything in this set as of October 31st, 2020, that really advances the white beat the shit out of whatever is in front of you type strategy just yet. Okay. But what they did was they bolstered your ability to do that by giving you cards. So it didn't help the bottom end of what white needs help with, but it did help the top end of what white's already good at. Exactly. Okay. It helped you survive through your little wieners attacking and it gives you options to draw cards like with court with grace and archon where it's going to give you new things it's going to protect that life total that white yep. worries about yep. so much it's going to give you opportunities to tap down your creatures there is a there's a couple of ramp cards and a couple of thrown guys from your own shit cards in yep. here yep lots of good stuff going on and i think that white's game plan is going to tick up i don't think that it's solved the air quotes white problem where like, I can't draw yeah. any cards. That's, I can't ramp that's, as good. That's the kind of thing like Red had going on for the last few years where they're solving the red card draw problem, which now is, like, pretty good. Yeah. But the white card draw, the red or the, the white ramp, like, how do we do that? They're solving that, and you have to, you have to kind of roll that out slowly. It's like it's, it's not just a problem that they, they print, like, white skull clamp, and the problem goes away, right? They have to roll it out slowly. That makes sense for the game and the set, mm -hmm. and that just takes time, and I think – sure we dunk on white and everybody does but it's not something that they can just go like commander legends fucking white and they print 360 white cards and then oh the problem's fixed that's not how magic works i think what they've decided to do instead and i think they've they've illustrated it here and we have as well is they're just using an existing mechanic that is pretty white in monarch yep to just give white the opportunity to draw cards because it's, it's end of turn and white likes to attack that's how it's probably going to win so having a monarch in the game is pretty good. Yep. 
And you no, can I think just, they, they, they've yeah. in, introduced Monarch across multiple colors. Yep. But and the point is the the white cards that got it are cards that we might want to play in our white decks. Yeah, right? they're probably cards that you're going to have because they're going to contribute to your strategy and have the benefit of you're probably going to draw cards and you're going to have the ability to become the Monarch again because you're... You attacking. Have, you have 38 fucking dudes and they're all attacking every turn. Yeah. Look at Brad. He's the nice stuff about Mono White. I will... Shut up. It is the arc of good vibes. God damn it. Yeah. Why can't it it's, be the arc of Brando vibes where I just I talk fart about into the mic every, every week? Exactly. <laughs> no, we did that. We did that a week ago. Yeah, this is I my master everybody. plan. This is my master plan. It's like an it's like a super ultra macro arc where I try to like convince you of things that you don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that is Callum Brown Star's deck. Congrats on the new well, future dadhood, I guess. I seen him got shot with a paintball gun to see if it was a boy or a girl. Far better than burning down an entire state. Yes. Yes. Maybe yes. next time people in California should try that. Agreed. Shooting each other with paintball guns. Paintball guns. Paintball. If you want to pick up any Commander Legends stuff, it's on pre-order right now, fusiongamingonline.com. Don't forget to use promo code CCOFUSION5 at checkout because you can get... 5% off your order on singles once those are available, or if you are buying sealed product, it lets that Fusion know that Commander Cookout sent you. Their deal with us is a good one. And it is, because we're badass, and so are you. Very much so. And we're talking about mono white, and, and that people, people should play it. What's wrong with us? <laughs> What's wrong with us? Give us a final thought of the day. Thank our sponsors one more time. Send us out, and a big F you to everybody. Happy yeah. Halloween. Happy Halloween to everybody. Big F you. Please be safe if you have gone out. I hope that everything went well and your your candy is good and your teeth are rotting and your waistline is busting. Yeah, I love a good busting waistline. Big thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. They are also our sponsors. They help to keep us the lights on. Help us keep the lights on, rather, to help us bring episodes like this to you each and every week. Thank you as well for being here to have us in your ear holes and your eye holes or any other hole that you like to partake of the show through. We wouldn't be here without you. I think that this deck is a very good one. You should take a look at the list. And maybe add yourself down in the comments. What do you think? Is there Commander Legend stuff that you would add to this deck? Is there Commander Legend stuff that we didn't talk about that you think would go in this? Or in Mono White? Is there something you're really excited about? Let us know. CCO Podcast, CCO Brando, CommanderCookout at gmail.com. Hit us up at any of those places with things that you're excited about. Especially if you have a Mono Red or Mono Black list that you think that we should add into this sub-arc. And we'll be back next week with another exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!